Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. You know, as a new believer, I got a hold of a book, uh, a monk in the 17th century. His name was Brother Lawrence, and he wrote a book called Practicing the Presence of God. And he was just a dishwasher. That was his profession as a monk. But everything he did, he experienced God. And he was so filled with God that everyone would want to be in his presence. And I read that book, and I said, boy, I want to do this. And I tried, and I tried, but he didn't really tell me how to. He said, just do it. Well, I'm a pragmatic type of person, uh, and I don't know how to, you just say, do it. That It doesn't work for it. doesn't cut it for me. But I found a couple that teach you simplistically, step by step, to be in the presence of God 24-7. How would you like to be in the presence of God 24-7? We'll be right back. <laughs> Unfair. I, I tell you, it is unfair. I should protest. Uh, what? I mean, if you met someone that God spoke to and God said, you have my undivided attention, and for a month you have God's undivided attention, you can ask him anything, he'll teach you anything, uh, you see why I protest. Unfair. I want that. Uh, Dr. Jen and Dennis Clark, uh, Dennis, unfair. I mean, has anyone ever said that to you before? Yes, yes. It's, what was it like? What did he teach you? Oh, first it was what he did to me. He ravished my heart with love, a love that I had never known was possible. And he, in the process, was speaking to me one constant feeling. And it was, Dennis, I'm giving you my undivided attention, and that included affection, it included uh, encouragement, it included a sense of identity, and then he taught me several other things, too. He taught me that in that undivided attention, which never left, he said, I'm going to teach you how to welcome my presence more efficiently. And if that wasn't wonderful enough, he then took it even a step further, and he said, I'm going to teach you the difference between trusting and trying. And then it even went on to, and I'm going to revolutionize your life by putting a positive into you that you've never known before. It's called forgiveness. And it's the plus sign 
of the cross of Jesus Christ and a revelation of and that forgiveness. I have to tell you, I have interviewed many people that have taught on forgiveness, and rightfully so, but I have never, ever heard uh, this, uh, this has to be God. I've never heard this before. It's the most wonderful way in the world to live. And uh, uh, Dr. Jen, you're, tell, tell us a bit about your professional background, because here's the thing that's so amazing. By God putting the two of you together, he has a man of revelation and the Word of God, and then he has someone professionally trained to tell us as science is catching up with the Word of God. What, what is your educational background? Okay, well, I have a doctorate in theology, and I have MS, BS, and EDS degrees in psychology, and a Bible school degree, and um, plus I've trained as a Christian counselor. But you know the most amazing thing to me? What's that? Is everything you have been, not everything, but many things that you have been taught, the Word of God is trumping what you've learned through psychology. I mean, some of the things that I've learned from you, I've never heard anyone teach before. I don't know how you put up with this man. You were taught this discipline, and he's telling you the opposite. But yet, some, you told me last night at dinner that it was right, and you just received it without a struggle. Yes, um, when, when I met Dennis, I was, of course, hungry for God, and he actually took this intellectual and he taught me to move in the spirit. So I really started digging into the scriptures and researching scripturally and also researching physiologically why was what Dennis teaching me working so much better and so much faster than anything I had ever learned before. Okay, let me give you an example of this. Uh, Dennis gets a revelation from the Word of God that the, uh, the spirit or the heart uh, is not here, it's not here, it's not even here. But what does the Word of God say, Dennis? Where is the spirit? Well, the Word, and we don't often use it enough, but it's the belly, it's the gut, it's the innermost being. It's, your, it's the uh, bowels of compassion that the Bible talks about, bowels, kidneys. Uh, we think all of these physical parts, but yet that is the proper location. And when we focus on that location, there is a new awareness of the spirit. Okay, give me a scripture that okay. the, the, uh, the spirit of the heart is in the okay. guts or the okay. bowel. John 7, 38, out of your innermost being or out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, okay, Dr. Jen. Yes. What's, tell me how science is catching up with this. Okay, well back in the 1990s, there was a medical doctor called Dr. Michael Gershon, who was a researcher in the field of gastroenterology. And he actually turned the world of biology upside down with his discoveries, and actually was quite persecuted for a time. But what he discovered is that we actually have two nervous systems in our body that function autonomously and the only thing that connects them is emotions. Now, what happens in embryology, you have a clump of tissue called the neural crest. As the baby develops, as the embryo develops, it splits in half, half migrates 
to the brain and forms the brain and the central nervous system. The other half goes to the gut and forms what is your, known as your enteric nervous system that has as many neurons as your physical brain and central nervous system. And it, they are joined only by one nerve that goes directly from the emotional center deep in the base of the brain directly to the gut. It's called the left vagus nerve. So what, if I'm understanding you right, mm -hmm. scientists are now saying that in the gut, which God knew all yes. along, is the second brain. Yes. How would you like to learn to be in the presence of God? Oh, this sounds so wonderful, doesn't it? 24-7. I want this desperately. I know you want this desperately. Do you want this desperately? Me too. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision, but scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One new humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how one new humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church, and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. And now, before Dr. Jen and Dennis were married, uh, they like to pray. So they went to a meeting, and they're in the prayer room, and all of a sudden, one of the people praying goes a little, we Jewish people like to say, Meshuga, crazy. <laughs> She's just laying on the floor. What, what, what was she doing, Dennis? Writhing, crying out, professing she had every known disease problem issue in her life. Uh, Dr. Jen, when you saw that, what did you think? <laughs> Tell me. Well, here I was, a Christian counselor, a trained psychologist, and my first thought was not to go over and help the woman. I thought, mm, five or ten years worth of counseling right there on the floor. And um, everybody just stood around and watched. Everybody froze and stared. and. Finally, Dennis couldn't take it anymore, and so he went over and he knelt down on one knee beside her. Now, because of my training in counseling, I knew what he was doing, but he began leading her through emotional healings, pulling down mental strongholds, and demonic activity just left. But wait a second, you, you, you knew a lot of these things, but... I've never seen it happen so quickly. I was used to one serious issue could take somebody years, even in Christian counseling. And in under 10 minutes, that woman was standing up on her feet, smiling, completely composed again. And you know what I thought? What? 
I thought, this is huge. If the church knew this, we could have a healed body of Christ. And that's really been my mission, to develop materials and get the word out, because anyone can learn it. And, and it's so simplistic. Yes. That's yes. what I, I, I'm so excited about. Uh, but uh, Dennis, you one of the things you told me, and it's, it's so simple, everything you're telling me is simple, but it's yes. the way the book was organized. It's, it's the only way you can get, activate the promises of God. And people know about meditating on the Word, but just one little thought you were telling me about God, the, the awareness of God and where He's located. Tell me that. Yes. The presence of God for me, prayer was a person. Prayer for me was, was, was focusing from my mind down to, to my innermost being, down to my spirit. And the focus brought about an awareness. And I could tell that it was honoring God. The spirit anointing would increase the more attention that I paid to him. So there was something truly significant about just changing the location from uh, thinking things over in my head to acknowledging his presence in my heart, deep down within, and it would increase. And sometimes I would even inadvertently talk a little bit and tell God something, and the anointing would uh, dissipate a little bit. And I went, oh my goodness, I think I'm supposed to let him talk instead of me interrupting him. And little by little, he taught me that in communing with him was the precursor to true communication. That before I had anything to say, I needed to spend time with him communing, and he would communicate to me or take that divine initiative. You know, when I first heard you teach that, the scripture that just jumped up and became alive to me is from Ephesians. You can do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond anything you ever thought or asked according to the power that dwells in you. You get that? And we think it dwells in heaven, but it dwells in you. Tell me about this. You, you call it dropping down, which has revolutionized my life in the short while I've been aware of it. Yes. Dropping down was a term that I developed in discipling Jennifer. I needed, I needed a language for a subjective experience. And I wanted to teach her how to focus on, on the God within instead of the God in heaven, though he's in or, both places. Or my head. Or her head, either way. Well, well see, I'm a very cere <laughs> cerebral person. There's hope for you. Oh, <laughs> there's hope there's for, you hope for you, too. <laughs> and you, too. <laughs> Uh, so explain this dropping down. It, this is so revolutionary to me. Well, to me, uh, the easiest way to... So the spirit is in the gut. The spirit's in the out. gut. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the, when you pray, actually when people close their eyes, they actually go there automatically, but few are focused or pay attention to what that that's doing. what they did. That's why closing your eyes, probably blocking out the senses, doesn't hurt. But you automatically make connection to all the things that were meant to be connected all along. Communion, you know, cooperation. But I've actually had people, when I, especially when I disciple Jennifer, to keep her from getting out of her head and to enjoy the riches of all that wisdom that's inside and all that precious cargo of being God indwelt. Put your hand on your belly. And I probably a lot of people thought it looks kind of silly, but, but studio audience, do that right now. 
And you at home, do that right now. Put your hand <laughs> in your belly, okay. And and when you put your hand... Wait a second, you didn't do it at home. You thought <laughs> I didn't see you. I got you. Right. <laughs> you don't detach from the thought processes. It's, it's actually better. It's, it's that in your thinking, you are focusing down where your hand is. You had a severe heart trouble. Yes. R real briefly, right. what was going on and what happened? Okay, I had, I, for about 20 years, I'd had what was called paroxysm of atrial tachycardia. And I could be sleeping, I could be doing something in the kitchen, I could be driving the car, and all of a sudden, my heart would go into um, a tachycardia and could beat up to, a to uh, 200 beats a minute. And I would, it couldn't be broken. I had to take medication that would prevent it from happening as often, but then once it happened, I had medication that would eventually stop it, and I would turn blue by the time it stopped it. And so um, Dennis and I had been married a, uh, just a short while, and I was sound asleep, and all of a sudden my heart started pounding. And it feels like the whole bed is shaking when it felt like that when it was happening. And so Dennis woke up because he felt the fear in the room. I didn't say anything to him, and he asked me what was happening. I said, I'm having one of those attacks. And so what he had me do, he said, well, there's fear in the room, which is a demonic presence, but he said, there's fear inside you. So I dropped down and paid attention to what I was feeling inside, and I felt the fear. And he said, I want you to receive forgiveness for taking in that fear, because fear is something God didn't give you. So I just yielded to Messiah in my heart and received forgiveness. You know, like just when you get when you get saved, you open your heart and you receive forgiveness. And the fear went away inside. Instantly, my heart went back to a normal heartbeat and the demonic presence was out of the room. So I believe that was a, a physical ailment you, directly caused by that. Do you take medicine now? I have not taken medicine. And, and, I have not and how, how life-threatening was that condition? Pretty life-threatening. Uh, let me, let me People tell you something. People could go to ICU for that. Whoa. Let me, let me tell you something. You are going to get a mystery that Jesus taught Dennis on forgiveness that you've never heard before. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. 30 years ago, Dennis Clark was taught by the Lord how to commune with God and walk in supernatural peace, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Since then, he and his wife have mentored thousands, including church leaders and everyday believers, to do the same through this easy-to-use course. Call now and get Dennis and Jen Clark's course, Practicing God's Presence 24-7, which includes their special edition book, their 10-part audio CD set, and manual. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9159. Through this easy-to-use course, you will be equipped to live in the presence and supernatural peace of God 24-7. Understand how to be led by the fruit of the Spirit instead of your emotions. Learn a simple new way to pray, resulting in biblical prosperity, emotional and physical healing. Eliminate blockages that are preventing you to access every promise of God for your life. Walk moment by moment with sensitivity in the Spirit like you've never done before. Get set free from things that would have taken decades through counseling in just minutes through three easy steps contained in this course. Don't miss out on getting Dennis and Jen Clark's course, Practicing God's Presence 24-7, which includes their special edition book, their 10-part audio CD set, and manual. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9159. 
1-800-242-1059. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9159 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dennis Clark. And uh, Dennis, you have a whole new paradigm that God taught you about forgiveness. Explain that. The first thing that he taught me was that forgiveness was a person and that I was the forgiver lived in me. And forgiving was no longer something that I tried to do, it was something I allowed to happen. As I made room for him, he worked as the forgiver. And I would yield anything that came between me and him. By that I mean anything negative on the inside. To me, was a personal affront on the, on the relationship that I was having with my God. So I took anything that we would call a negative emotion or feeling or uh, even something we couldn't put a name on it, and I let Christ the forgiver in me go to that whatever and right through it and carried away until my peace was restored, and that was my internal evidence that I was back in relationship, peace with God. And so your, your greater concern was not that you had a problem with no. someone else. Your greater concern was it was interrupting your That's, relationship with yeah. God. Did you find, though, uh, that it wasn't striving, that you were able to do it with God's power? Absolutely. I, what I discovered, even for me, was, a, was the definition of grace that I had heard someone else say, but it was reality to me. It was experiential. And the definition was that grace was the personal presence of Jesus, enabling you or empowering you to be and to do all that He called you to be, all that He called you to do. It was Him working in me to will and to do. Uh, tell me really briefly about uh, the woman that dealt with rejection. Uh, it was one of the most important lessons, I think, of my life. I was doing what we would call standard altar ministry. People line up and you go down one person after another person. And I stood in front of one particular lady and, and just by discerning her human spirit, felt like there was such a wall of resistance that, you know, I think most people would just move on to the next person. And I almost did until I heard an authoritative inner voice where, where, the, where the Spirit spoke to me and said, do not go to the next person. So I said, all right. And I stood in front of this woman and I, I knew by discernment that she had rejection issues, she had walls, because rejection even feels like it's pushing you away. Hmm. It's an interesting perception or uh, inner perception, and it, it probably it's a love works. Hate. Someone says, "Why don't you love me?" And they're yes. going like Why don't this. you love me while I'm pushing you away? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and so I saw in a moment that I was going to be more redemptive, and instead of saying uh, she's got rejection, I'm going to move. Instantly, I realized I'm just going to release from my heart, just like. John 7:30, out of my belly flows rivers of living water. I didn't even know what to say to her. I just stood there and I allowed love to flow to her. And suddenly in the midst of that, it surprised me, I could perceive something was like a shaking in her. It went from a wall to a shaking and then when the shaking dropped by my perception, 
she burst out into tears and said, God really does love me. And that so sealed my heart to say, we've been doing non-redemptive ministry to people unknowingly. We've taken people who had rejection issues who desperately needed the love of God, and what did we do when we would stand in front of them? We would walk to the next person and fortify their rejection, not on purpose, but just by not knowing in the realm of the Spirit what their real need was. I want you to pray for people right now dealing with rejection, what? right this moment. I know there's people out there right now that there's, they, they're feeling, even on those last few phrases, they felt something rising up in their heart like a wall. And I want to tell you something, you can allow, you can allow the Messiah himself to come and remove that wall right now. And that canopy is being shattered. There's people all over that where that canopy, it's like a shell that you've walked in most of your life. You feel like you were in some kind of a, a spiritual bubble, but you didn't know how to explain it. You just felt like, I don't fit, I don't belong. I'm telling you right now, that's being broken through. And you allow, you allow the acceptance and the approval and the love of the, of, the, of the Lord into that area right now. And you will feel, uh, some people will feel a warmth, some will feel a belonging. Some have actually shouted out, I belong, and because I belong, I feel like I've got something to give finally. I belong, and therefore I have a lot to give other people. I'm not only accepted, I'm wanted. I can see a, a man who just lost his job and uh, a matter of uh, two weeks ago, and he's basically uh, given up hope and he just feels like the whole world is against him. And I'm telling you what, God is for you and he's been there all along and he's actually guiding you into a whole new state, a whole new realm of living. But he's going to do it from the inside out first before he changes your external circumstances. I'm seeing women uh, that, that felt like, uh, is there not a, a believing man for me somewhere? And I'm telling you that the rejection issue in your life is going to fall off because you've been pushing away even some of the most dearest uh, people that God had brought into your life as divine appointments. I see likewise men are doing the same thing. Men have actually pushed people away that were actually sent by God, almost like an angel, a divine appointment relationally at some level of relationship. It could even be former, uh, uh, former friends that all of a sudden come back into the picture and you're suddenly wondering, oh, is this a coincidence? I haven't seen so-and-so when God said it's a divine appointment. Now know this, this must be pure acceptance from God and it must be a two-way revelation in these relationships. And the two-way revelation is Messiah in you, in you. If he is in you, invite him, the hope of glory. 30 years ago, Dennis Clark was taught by the Lord how to commune with God and walk in supernatural peace, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Since then, he and his wife have mentored thousands, including church leaders and everyday believers, to do the same through this easy to use course. Call now and get Dennis and Jen Clark's course, Practicing God's Presence 24-7, which includes their special edition book, their 10-part audio CD set and manual. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9159. Through this easy-to-use course, you will be equipped to live in the presence and supernatural peace of God 24-7. Understand how to be led by the fruit of the Spirit instead of your emotions. Learn a simple new way to pray, resulting in biblical prosperity, emotional and physical healing 
Eliminate blockages that are preventing you to access every promise of God for your life. Walk moment by moment with sensitivity in the spirit like you've never done before. Get set free from things that would have taken decades through counseling in just minutes through three easy steps contained in this course. Don't miss out on getting Dennis and Jen Clark's course, Practicing God's Presence 24-7, which includes their special edition book, their 10-part audio CD set, and manual. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9159. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9159 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Did you know that there are supernatural senses in the invisible world? What if you could get insight from God in every one of your spiritual senses? Mm -hmm.